nice guys talk like wimps. And if you're a nice guy, you probably hate your voice, right? I know that was true for me. And one of the best ways you can actually overcome your nice guy syndrome is to learn to talk like a man. Because when we learn to speak well, enunciate, and project and communicate, we raise our self-esteem. Now, fortunately, this is a skill you can learn. Today, I interviewed an expert on voice coaching for men. His name is Haas Habuset. He's a professional life coach and voice coach. Now, what Haas does is he blends these two practices together to help guys overcome their inhibited voice. I loved my interview with Haas so much that I hired him to help me as a coach with my voice. So here's my interview with Haas Habuset. Haas, welcome. I'm so glad to have you here. Thanks for joining me today. It's an honor, Chuck. Thank you for having me. Welcome, everybody. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about yourself. What got you where you're at today? Mm, good question. So I, I'll tell you from the beginning. So actually, I grew yeah. up in Cairo, Egypt. That's where I was born. Okay. And when I was 17, I came to the U.S. to study architecture. Came to New Jersey, studied architecture, graduated, got a job. And soon after, I realized that the corporate world is not really for me. And I started to strive for something different. And I really got into self-improvement, started reading books and just kept getting deeper and deeper in self-development. And then seven years later, which is last summer, I resigned from my corporate job and decided to take life coaching seriously and full-time. And in that journey, I discovered that I had an inhibited voice. An inhibited voice was holding me back in my career. I would not be able to speak up in meetings. I would not be able to socialize with people naturally and normally. And I just had the excuse that, hey, I'm just an introvert. I'm just shy. You know, I like small circles. And I didn't know anything about an inhibited voice. I didn't know it was a thing. and I didn't know I had it. But there was this frustration that I was not advancing in my career and it wasn't because I didn't have the ideas, I didn't study, I didn't have the technical knowledge. It's because I didn't have the communication flow. I didn't have the skill, the vocal skill to communicate those ideas naturally and easily. So as I started to get, as I started to grow more and more in life coaching, I came across a mentor who taught me body psychotherapy and I learned that actually growing up when we suppress emotions and we have limiting beliefs, they actually impact our body. And we develop tension in the eyes, in the jaw, in the tongue, the throat, chest, belly, hips, even in the knees. And these tensions, they don't only shape our body, like they actually shape our body structure and they also shape our personality and they shape our performance. And he taught me exercises on how to release that tension. So we experience the freedom in the body. Mm -hmm. So I did those exercises and I started getting results, but they were such high effort exercises. Some of them were like screaming, right? Some of them were like pretty extreme and they were not sustainable for me in my, in my perspective. And I wanted something simpler and something that gets me faster results. So also in parallel during that time, I was very much into music. You see a guitar behind me. I used to mm -hmm. sing every day and do vocal exercises every day, watching YouTube videos, having vocal coaches, really investing a lot in my singing uh, journey. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to take it professionally, actually before life coaching and simultaneously, I was really 
pushing into singing as well. Still until this day. So with my experience with vocal exercises from the music world, I had some experiences and my voice would open up after I do my vocal exercise for a little bit. And that would give me confidence. And I would speak to people in my home more easily. I would speak to people at work more easily to the point where I would wake up early before anyone in my home would wake up just to do my vocal exercises so I can have small talk and say good morning. And I would never go to work. Almost 99% of the time that I went to work, I spent at least 15 minutes in the morning doing my vocal exercises just so I can say good morning to my coworkers. Otherwise, it was just nerve wracking for me. But the issue with these vocal exercises is that they did not last. My voice would improve for an hour or two, and then it would tighten up again. Except that at the time, I did not know that it was a thing. I just thought that, hey, I do these vocal exercises and I get a leg up, I can express more easily. But when I met my mentor and he introduced me to these exercises, now I have these two worlds, body psychotherapy and the music world. And they both taught me things, but they were both lacking in certain aspects. And just by divine grace, I was able to, through trial and error, and I took risks on my own voice. I, that's how desperate I was. I took risks. And then I was able to come up with exercises that started to get me results. I was like, wow. And instead of starting every day from scratch, I would notice every day my voice is more open. And when I do more exercise, it opens up more and it opens up more. It's like permanent. It's like, wow, am I a special case? So I started to share with people around me. And in the beginning, they were like, yeah, I don't have an inhibited voice. I don't need those exercises. But then like, I kind of like plant the seed in their mind by doing so. And then they come back to me two weeks later or two months later and they're like, Hey, you mentioned something about vocal exercises. Can you share with me? I want to try. And then they try and they notice in meetings, they're speaking, right? They're telling stories. They're being funny. So I was like, okay, that's super cool. So when I took the leap in last summer and took life coaching seriously and full-time, I was like, okay, I'm going to be a life coach. And then I'll help people with the thing that I struggled with the most. And it's something that I can uniquely do. And I, I would be honored to help people with that because I wish I found this knowledge a long time ago. So now it's on me to give it to people. So I started to do it, posting videos, you know, learning more and meeting people, started coaching people, a lot of people for free. And by coaching them, I started to learn what people struggle with. So not everyone has their body, not everyone's body receives the exercises that I received in the beginning. So I had to think, okay, how can I serve them? How can I understand how their body works and give them exercises to suit their body and work them up to do the exercises that gave me the results. So it's been a few months and man, it's such a blessing. It's such a blessing. It is a blessing. I think one of the things that's such a blessing about the kind of work that you and I do is we get to see people transform. And it's just really gratifying when you get to help somebody and you see them struggling with something that you struggled with. And then, you know, you found some answers for, and then you're able to give that to other people. And then they're able to transform in ways that, you know, they didn't know was possible either. It's what I love about this work. It sounds like that's what you love about this work too. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, and I can really relate to 
um, what you're saying. I think I really always struggle with my voice as well. Speaking up, um, introversion, um, feeling like I'm stammering, you know, all of those kind of things that kind of come along with speaking up, being afraid to speak up. So this is what you're saying really resonates with me as well. Yeah. So actually two things I want to mention that I mm -hmm. was watching some of your videos yesterday and yeah. I noticed that you covered the king warrior magician lover archetypes. Yes. And actually the magician one, it has two shadows, like you mentioned in the videos, an overactive mm -hmm. shadow and an underactive shadow. And the magician type is actually called the silent type by Carl Jung. Mm -hmm. And that's because the schism happens between the head and the body. And the schism happens literally in the throat. Mm -hmm. Tight, tightness in the throat creates that separation. So most of us who struggle with the voice are likely to be the magician type. Also, mm -hmm. it's the spectrum. And I believe most people have a level of tightness in their throat. And yeah, yeah. to the other part, to how gratifying it is, I'm working with people in different age groups and it's amazing to me to have someone who's lived their whole life with this tightness in the voice and then during a coaching session we realized oh when he was four or when she was six uh, one of her parents said hey children are to be seen and not heard and that's that totally literally literally i've had that happen to me yeah yeah and it goes into the unconscious mind and yeah. it just becomes a belief and yep. then that belief sometimes, so people try different things. They try uh, reading books and positive thinking, doing mm -hmm. mantras and uh, listening to podcasts to improve their mind. But for some right. reason, these limiting beliefs are like weeds. They choke out the positive work that we do. And the solution is to go. So I teach vocal exercises and then I also teach deep healing. So go into the unconscious mind and uproot that seed. Mm -hmm. and replace it with an empowering seed, an empowering belief, and really have it installed so that the voice stops tightening up. Mm. The triggers stop coming, stop coming back. Yeah, that's great. And I think that's super important. Yeah, I've, um, I've done even some energy work around my voice, you know, the chakra, voice chakra, or the throat yeah. chakra, trying to open that up. And, uh, you know, it's something I definitely still struggle with. I'm not there yet, but it's gotten a lot better. And actually one of the ways it's really gotten a lot better is by doing these YouTube videos, believe it or not. The more of the videos that I do, the more confidence I sort of get in my speaking. Um, I'm able to get out of my head so much and allow kind of more of a flow to happen. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. So what would you, if you've got somebody that you're working with, Right. Yeah. And they're quiet, introverted. They want to be seen in some ways or they want to be noticed, but they find themselves in situations where they don't speak up. There's this, that, that mental block. Yeah. Is there anything, what, what do you do? Where, where do you start with something like that? So I would start with digging deeper, like more from the life coaching perspective. Okay. What do you feel and explore that? Go into that realm of the psychological world a little bit. 
was the first thing that comes up when you're in that place and then say, oh, when everyone's looking at me, it's just my voice chokes up. That's one path and we can go as deep as the person has the capacity for mm-hmm. at the time, right? And this capacity grows. One session, this much, the second session, oh, the capacity grew to go deeper and deeper. And the other path is let's start with very tactical practically what is it that you want to say that gets choked down that doesn't want to come up and it could be something like hey everybody i'm hoss like okay let's do vocal exercises on this specific statement this specific phrase right so we do the vocal exercise so and i say in the beginning so we can actually experiment right now if you would like tell them hey Say it and notice how it feels in your body and how it sounds to your ears. Just assess, no judgment, just noticing what it's like. So would you like to try? So what is a statement that you maybe have difficulty saying in a specific situation? And we can use that to work with. Okay. Um, maybe just the, hey, everybody, I'm Chuck. Might be okay. something like that. Or just breaking into a group oftentimes, you know, sometimes you come into a situation and there's a group of people and they're chatting and that kind of thing. And there's this, you know, hesitation to speak up. Yeah. Also, one of the things that I've noticed about myself that seems to impact me is I feel like I get interrupted a lot by people. And when I get interrupted, what happens is that I just shut down and a kind of the belief I have is okay, they don't, they're not really interested in what I have to say. So I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Okay. So two things here. The first one is before we get into the exercise, the mechanics of the voice, right? So when our voice tightens up, maybe when we were children in the beginning or five years ago, like some people, it doesn't happen in childhood. Some people it happens, just something happened when they were 25. This tightness creates, so our voice operates through vibration. The vibration in the vocal cords create the sound and it echoes in the whole upper body, just like the guitar has the the sound Mm -hmm. lock to Mm -hmm. to amplify the sound. So when we have tightness in the belly, the sound is not amplified. And when there's tightness in the throat, the vocal cords don't have the ability to go in high pitch and low pitch. So. When we go in high pitch, the vibration leaves our body. It goes into our head. So it sounds weak, like the vibration is not crisp and individualized. It becomes so pale, so soft. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't feel authentic and it doesn't feel good in our body. So two things happen here. Either we feel fake when we go in high pitch or, and we just stay in monotone. We just stay in low pitch Mm -hmm. because it feels safe. Mm-hmm. And then when we speak to people and we get interrupted, I struggle with that too. So I would stutter and stammer and I would use monotone. And sometimes the words just don't come out and I draw a blank in my mind. And that is not because I don't have the words in my mind. That is not because the stories in my mind are not interested, interesting. That is because literally the outlet of all this love and knowledge that I want to share is blocked. So mm. I start to stutter and then we don't exp- there's a quote um 
I don't know who said it, but it's pretty cool. We don't express what we want to express. We express what we have the ability to express about what we want to express. So when we forget words, that is literally because this outlet is clogged. Yeah. And then when we speak in monotone, people just tend to interrupt. If, if it's um, more like a hustle and bustle environment, if it's more like a high paced or it's not necessarily always that the people are, you know, negligent part of it, mm -hmm. or, but, you know, maybe at work, you need to get things done and just go, go, go. Yeah. And so that monotone, the data is not being transferred as fast as it needs to be in a way. Okay. And then the monotone comes into also breaking into group conversation. When a group of people are speaking and you want to come in very smoothly, very gracefully in a pleasant way, mechanically, you want to utilize high pitch. Like, hey, okay. everybody. And if that high pitch is not active, is not high, if that high pitch is not resonant and vibrating well in the whole body, we are only left with low pitch. And low pitch sounds more... Uh, serious. It sounds more, hey, I'm coming in with a serious vibe and you guys are mm -hmm. laughing and having fun. So I don't know how to break into the circle because I'm going to change the vibe in an abrupt way. Okay. So by doing the vocal exercises, we start to develop vibration authentically in the full body, even in mm -hmm. higher pitches gradually. So every day it becomes more easy to like, Hey, what's up? What's going on? And speak in higher pitches. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's, that's really fantastic because I, I can see that. I can see exactly what you're saying. Like show up in my life that I tend to speak lower and slower. Part of it is I'm thinking about it. Part of it is oh. that, but yeah, when I'm in a group of people. I don't know how to interrupt or I don't know how to like insert myself. And so it's just, I'll say, you know, somebody will say something, I'll make a comment. And as you said that, I'm like, yeah, that's probably what I'm doing is I'm coming in and very low and monotone. Mm -hmm. So that's really, that's really interesting. Nice. Would you like to practice it? Yeah. 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 Experiment for yourself. Yeah. Okay. So well, you mentioned, Hey everyone, I'm Chuck. That is the phrase you would like to practice with. Okay. Sure. Okay. So notice how it feels in your body where the vibration is. Like you can even like notice right now. Hey, everybody, I'm Chuck. You feel the vibration here, here, here. Everybody, I'm Chuck. Everybody, I'm Chuck. Yeah. Can you point to it? Where do you feel the vibration? Hey, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everybody, I'm Chuck. Yeah. I mean, I feel mostly in my chest, I think. Okay. That's cool. So now what we're going to do is we're going to hum through it. But before we hum through it, let's ease our way into the hum first. <laughs> so just from a complete relaxed position from stillness, relax the muscles in your throat, maybe around your eyes and jaw and tongue, and then just make a sound through a hum. Just, uh, uh, very late. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And where do you feel the vibration? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel it like kind of all throughout here. I mean, it, okay. In my, 
I mean, I feel my head vibrating. I feel my chest vibrating now. Okay. Less so my neck. Okay. Mm. Well, I guess if I focus on it, it feels more. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So if you focus on it, actually, I invite you to feel more lazy. And what I mean by that, allow gravity to pull the vibration lower. That's ultimately okay. our goal. Okay. So from stillness again. You may notice that as you're allowing gravity to pull the vibration lower, the pitch can become lower too. That's cool. Okay. Okay. So now let's practice with the phrase, hey everybody, I'm Chuck, but we're going to just hum melodically. Okay. And we're going to do that several times. Let's say five times. And feel free to exaggerate and really notice and pull down the vibration. Nice. Yeah. Right. Slow it down. Even at the end, you can exaggerate. Beautiful. Nice deep breath. Yeah, let's do two more. Beautiful. Now let's test it out. Hey, everybody, I'm Chuck. Hey, everybody, I'm Chuck. How'd that feel? Hey, everybody, I'm Chuck. Yeah, I like it almost anchors that last... Hey, everybody, I'm Chuck is much better than, hey, every, everybody, I'm Chuck. Yeah. Hey, everybody, I'm Chuck. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I like that. How does it feel in your body? It felt vibrate? good. I mean, it feels, it, it's, it's a little bit like, you know, when you're not used to doing something, it feels a little awkward, but at the same time, it's like, oh no, that, that felt good. Yeah. Okay. It was just fascinating. So that's literally like one, two minutes of training, right? Yeah. And I tell people because it's just like uh, losing weight or trying to go to the gym to gain muscle. People, if they go every day and they don't weigh themselves or if they don't take pictures, they may not notice. People around them may notice, but they may not notice and then they get demotivated. So I tell people, hey, record yourself. Like this is recorded, right? Right. Record yourself. And week by week, this way, if you don't feel that you're improving your voice, the video is not going to lie. The video is going to tell you, hey, you're on the path. Keep doing mm-hmm. that exercises. Your voice is going to open up and open up every day. Mm-hmm. All right. That's amazing. It is. It is. It's just so how improved. have, you, how have yeah. you seen it improve your quality of life and... Man, when people usually ask me this, I tell them it just, it's such a gift. So it improved my mental health, right? I'm just, I'm not overthinking. Okay. I'm not. And the reason why we overthink is because literally when this is tight, we are stuck in the head, literally and figuratively. So I'm, I'm not overthinking anymore. And I don't have the social anxiety I used to have because I know whatever I need to express, my voice is there to support me 100%. If Mm. I want to press boundaries, if I want to say no, if I want to say I'm not comfortable, and if I want to say I love this, if I want to express excitement, I 
I know I'm not in a cage. Like one of my clients was explaining that her tight voice feels like she has a saran wrap around her face with little holes and mm -hmm. she wants, she wants more freedom. And that saran wrap, it's, it's, it's so inhibiting, so limiting, and that creates stress and it creates overthinking and it creates many other things that are not desirable. That's on the individual level. But then in relationships, I'm giving more, I'm providing more, I'm connecting deeper, more comfortably. Mm -hmm. And professionally, I wouldn't be able to speak to you like this if I didn't know how to open up my voice. I wouldn't be able to start my business and meet people every single day, know people and build meaningful relationships. Maybe, maybe sharing with me things they never shared with anyone before. Right. And I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't have a comfortable voice where I can express compassion, empathy, sympathy, uh, guidance, instructions. It's just, what? it's amazing. The gifts are countless. <laughs> that awesome. come from opening the voice. Now, a lot of the guys that watch this channel are single guys and they're, or they're in, you know, they've been in a relationship, they're single again, and it comes to talking with women. Yeah. Has this impacted your life, Jason? 100%. So, so women, women love, like the voice is such an instrument to yeah. attract the feminine. Okay, a deep voice, a resonant voice, not only a deep voice. So there's kind of this obsession of, oh, how to get a deeper voice. I want to speak like, uh, um, what's his name? The actor, the, the one that did God with Jim Carrey. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. But it's actually not necessarily just a deep voice. What is... A requirement to have a captivating voice is deep resonance. So you can, if you have a high pitch, if somebody has a high pitch voice, they want to have a deeper resonance, like kind of like uh, Seinfeld. He's one of the people that has a beautiful voice and a lot of resonance. And that's why he's so successful and captivating and funny. Okay. Not because he has a low pitch, but he has a deep resonance. His, his body is open. His body is expressing everything that he's saying. So. When I was, when I would watch, you know, when I was a little bit younger and would watch, you know, pick up how to speak to women and you have to have to maintain the masculine frame mm. and you have to speak with a, from your belly and utilize your diaphragm and take deep breaths. Well, that's all great stuff. It just, it gets us as guys in our heads when we're about to speak to someone. Right. I don't want to be thinking about my breath when I'm about to speak to a girl. I don't want to be uh, thinking about, oh, I have to use a low pitch. I want to be natural and spontaneous. Um, like, I don't want to force the masculine frame in a way. I want to be the masculine frame and just, if I want to laugh, I want to laugh. If I want to be high pitch, I want to be high pitch. And, and that's what it is really. So instead of giving advice, Hey, remember this, practice this, practice this, you know, actually. I would rather heal my body and heal my voice and get a deeper voice, do this exercise that I did with you every single day. And naturally, as I'm speaking to girls, they're going to respond in a different yeah. way because I feel comfortable. Yeah. And that also comes back to the life coaching aspect of it. So let's dig deeper and see 
what is it that triggers you when you're about to speak to a beautiful woman? Do you feel, what is it that you feel? And you have to be honest. So yeah, the unconscious mind is experiential. The conscious mind is more rational. So for example, I use myself. I didn't admit that I had social anxiety, right? My conscious mind would not admit, would rationalize that. No, man, I'm, this is who I am. You know, I have yeah. a strong personality, whatever. But if you ask the unconscious mind, which is experiential, is more honest, is more authentic, is more vulnerable, if you allow it to be, and it comes with practice, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I was shamed and shut down many times, the unconscious mind is going to take time to start revealing the truth. But with practice and you start reve revealing the truth, oh man, when I see a beautiful woman, I get really nervous and my voice tightens up and I start speaking in a squeaky voice and I feel like I have to people please. Okay, that's a lot of information. Mm -hmm. Now that we have this information, let's get the treasure that's behind this information. Let's do some life coaching techniques. Let's do some deeper digging mm -hmm. and investigating and bring light into these shadows, right? These are all shadows. Yeah. And as you bring light to these shadows, like, okay, I see it. And you do some work, internal work. I'm like, oh, beautiful woman, they, they don't make me nervous anymore. Actually, like, I just admire the beauty, but nothing is triggered. It's just like I'm speaking to any guy or any girl or right. any woman, any age. I speak to them the same. I still admire the beauty, but it's not overtaking my body with nervousness and anxiety. Mm -hmm. So that's the internal part. And then the vocal part is just, I would rather work naturally develop my voice and then when I show up and the response is completely different not only with women with people in authority right like speaking to a, a police officer a lot of sure, times, sure people who I perceived in a position of authority like a professor a teacher mm -hmm. my voice would change as I'm speaking to them and that is because my muscles are tightening up and that is because my subconscious mind the limiting beliefs I have in my subconscious mind as I'm opening up my voice working on the physical and as I'm eliminating those limiting beliefs, now I speak to them and they respond to me like I'm, I'm their friend because that's what I'm naturally expressing. And I'm not holding in my mind, oh, I have to breathe. Oh, I have to think this way. I'm just being natural. Right. Okay. Because that's what, that was kind of the other question was, you know, sometimes, you know, when you learn a technique, you know, so I, so I'm, so I'm saying, Hey, everybody, I'm Chuck, you know, kind of something like that, right? That, that I'm having to kind of consciously focus on that. Is that something that, you know, with practice, you get better at, so you're not, you're not just always thinking, okay, how do I say the next line? Never. So actually, like you said, by doing these videos, you improved your speech. And yeah. when I started making YouTube videos, I would rewatch them. I'm like, man. Like I have a thick accent, like um, I sound squeaky. What is going on? I never heard myself like this. Mm. And that put pressure on me to discover solutions. But then, so this is going to answer the question very precisely. Yeah. So before I would, I was taking American accent classes, right? So I was born in Cairo, Egypt. I speak Arabic. And when I came mm -hmm. to America, I had a, a thicker accent. I was like, how can I improve it? It's not necessarily that, uh, I, I just want to be clear and understood whenever I speak, right? Present mm -hmm. a project, hang it out with friends. I want to be clear. 
and the accent was getting in the way of that. And American accent classes, it's just, I invested so much time, effort, and money. It didn't improve. And then by doing the vocal exercises, my accent started to become reduced. And then here's how my process for my videos transform. So in the beginning in my videos, if I want to make a one minute video, it would literally take me anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and a half sure. in front of yeah. the camera. It was just, it was just brain damage. Right. And then editing would take four hours. Right. And then as I started to open up my voice, literally right before I, I spoke to you, before we hopped on the mm -hmm. call, I recorded a video. I had an idea. It popped up in my head. I turned on the camera. And boom, boom, boom. I recorded three variations of it and dropped my phone and went to do my thing to prepare for our meeting. Mm. And the video was ready. Nice. So it's the same thing. You, you're not going to have to think, oh, hey, my name is Chuck. As you're doing the exercises, it's going to become second nature. Your voice is going to be so connected to your emotions. Mm. Right now, the schism may have still a manifestation of oh, I have to intellectually express myself with certain emotions or a certain frame or certain tonalities. And with practice, you lose the structure, you lose the structure and it, and it becomes natural. It's almost like this saying, uh, I think it, and from the book, the flow or flow for athletes, high performing athletes, uh -huh. it's like, if you're going to be an, an excellent tennis player, you want to learn the rules and practice them, practice them, practice them. And then you want to forget all the rules. Once you're in the, right. in the field, you want to forget all the rules. So I love this concept and I live by it. So by doing the practice, Hey, I'm Chuck, Hey, I'm Chuck. You're not necessarily training yourself to say this better. You're actually training your voice to release the tension that has been built up over the years. Gotcha. And you're strengthening the muscles closely around the vocal cords. So they start to connect and they start to project. And mm. this way you go in the field and you don't have to think about anything. You're just in the flow. Okay. Yeah. yeah that makes yeah. a lot of sense. I think that, yeah, yeah, it's the, the muscle memory essentially, right? Like you do it enough times that it just, you don't have to think about it. It becomes an automatic response. So that's right. Really great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And it's the most natural thing. Like as babies, we were laughing and crying and screaming in joy and screaming in anger. We just didn't have an inhibited voice. Mm -hmm. And then when the ego entered and we started to condition ourselves to fit in and to be quiet, then this tension started to happen. So all we're doing is we're removing the tension. So we become again like babies. Uh -huh. Yeah. Like when a baby is about to speak to a beautiful woman or something like that. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. We're just removing the layers of tension that have been accumulated. That's fantastic. I love yeah. this. This has been awesome, man. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on here. It's been really educational for me. First of all, you taught me a lot of things that I didn't, I didn't know. Um, how do people get a hold of you? Yeah. Uh, thank you for having me. It's, it's an honor and I really enjoy getting to know you more and more. Yeah. People find me on YouTube on Instagram and on my website, also on Facebook. So my handle is my first name and last name, Hosam Abostate, H-O-S-S-A-M, and Abostate is A-B-O-S-T-A-T-E. And my friends call me Haas, so everyone can call me Haas. 
And you can find my website is hosanabostate.com. And my Instagram is hosanabostate. And my YouTube is hosanabostate, CLC, Certified Life Coach. CLC. Okay, great. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. And it sounds like the, the business is going pretty well too. Yeah, it's growing every month. I keep track of the analytics. It's growing and that's all I need to grow yeah. a little bit every month. So I love that. Yeah. 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 Haas, thanks so much for coming on today. This is, like you said, it's been really educational. I think this is going to help a lot of guys who watch this channel. Um, be able to open up and, and just even just some of the techniques we talked about here, I think just some of those simple exercises are going to be really something that, um, I think guys are going to be able to use in their own life. And I'm going to take away that. I'm going to be, I'm going to practice and Hey, everybody, I'm Joe. (laughs) (laughs) I love what you said there. Um, even especially about like the high pitch and the low pitch and the, the monotone and having more of a sounds like having more of a flow sort of like up and down as opposed to just eh, or eh, you know that's right it's part this of way, the yeah i'm just gonna add this way we express both because as men we're not only masculine we have a mind which right. is masculine and we have a heart which is feminine and to dance with the females we have to give and take we have to play with the masculine and feminine within ourselves which mm-hmm. means we need to develop softer tones and we need to develop higher pitches and we need to have masculine pitches that are more assertive, more grounded, more resonant. So we want to have both. We can have a nice dance. I love that. Yeah. Awesome. If you like this video, you're going to love the interview I did with Speed Weed. He's a Hollywood television writer, written such shows as Law & Order, SVU, Arrow, and The Summer I Turn Pretty. He's also a men's embodiment coach. So you're not going to want to miss this. Check it out. Put the link down here someplace.